0: And now, a warrior for the Word of God and the Constitution of the United States, a Marine Corps veteran, a Harvard-trained attorney, bishop of the called churches, and founder and president of STAND, staying true to America's national destiny, the voice of the awakening, your host, Bishop E. W. Jackson. And I am he. Great
1: to be with you again today. And you know something, folks, I'm thinking to myself, is there something wrong with me? Because I'm not shaking in my boots over Omicron. I'm not wondering, should I go outside? What should I do? You know, I am disgusted with the fear mongering that is going on over this thing. You know, it makes you feel like, well, maybe you're crazy because everybody else is kind of, oh, 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 we're canceling, we're postponing NFL games. The National Hockey League has postponed the continuation of their season. And, every, and yet, everything we hear from the so called medical experts is that this thing is like a mild cold. I, in fact, I don't think that there's been a single report. I just heard one recently, but this person had, of course, comorbidities but a single report of a death from Omicron. And yet you look at these pictures in New York, you got people lined up in the streets, they're getting tested. And uh, I mean, at some point, folks, life has to go on. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, well, well, is there something wrong with me? Am I missing something that I'm not doing? That I'm not off into a corner somewhere, curled into the fetal position, thinking, oh, Omicron has come. They say the majority of the, the strains uh, now are Omicron, but doctors are saying this may be a good thing in the end because Omicron is, is simply much, much, much milder than the original disease. That it's more like the symptoms of the flu. Now, but even if it were like the disease, I mean, if you've got, even in America where you've got these totalitarian complaining, only 60 percent of Americans have been vaccinated. That's 60 percent. What's the percentage of Americans who have already had Comicron and have the natural immunity? Uh, I've heard estimates somewhere around 25, 30 percent. That means most of the people in the country have some kind of immunity. I think the natural immunity is better, and from based on what I've read and the research I've done, I think natural immunity is better. But but okay, let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Let's say okay, you got people have had the so-called vaccine. How can we possibly still be acting like it's the end of the world? And it really gives the lie. Once again, proves that we've been lied to about this thing from the very beginning. Uh, when we were told repeatedly that you get the vaccine and you won't get COVID. And now we know that that's simply a lie. Because every time you turn around, you're hearing about some celebrity who now has COVID. Not that, I mean, I don't know why it's necessary to give us all that news, but nevertheless. And, and these people have all been vaccinated and they've got COVID. I told you, one of my relatives, went to an event and got COVID from a person who was fully vaccinated. Of course, now they're redefining what fully vaccinated is because now fully vaccinated means that you've had two shots and you've had the booster. So now you have to have three shots now and probably another booster somewhere down the road. So clearly all of this so-called vaccination stuff doesn't stop you from getting it. And I reported... Uh, earlier today on my podcast, that Ireland has 97% of their population vaccinated, but the hospitalizations are half vaccinated and half not vaccinated. Now, just think about that. Half of the people in the hospitals have been vaccinated and half have not been vaccinated. But you would think with 97% of the people hospitalized and we're being told that the vaccination keeps the disease from coming becoming severe, so you don't need hospitalization, the fact that you've got half the people in the hospitals vaccinated means the vaccination is not doing people any more good than not being vaccinated, at least based on the hospitalizations. If you've got 97% of the people vaccinated, that's what's being reported. So this is why, you know, here again, forcing people to accept something that seems to have to have been built up by lie upon lie is wrong. Forcing people to take something that we know, we know could have potential side effects, including death, and that's not e w. Jackson just spewing nonsense that those those are reported verifiable facts. forcing people to take something that you know could kill them is wrong. It's forcing people to take something in any situation. the government forcing it would be wrong. But you could say well if if this thing were a situation where you get it, you die, and everybody around you dies, okay, you can see, well, you know, maybe this is one of those rare emergency situations where to save the population, we've got to do that. But that's not what we've got here. I mean, the worst case scenario, the death rate for COVID is about 1%. About 1%. Now, of course, it's higher for people who are are aged and have comorbidities. But... Overall, it's 1%. And now you've got a, a, a variant that is reputed to be, based on everything we've heard so far, a milder version of the original, and they're acting like it's the end of the world again, and we've got to lock down, and we've got to, we, we, everybody's got to put on masks, everybody's got to get vaccinated, do it before it's too late, You're gonna, we're all going to die. I said that was the way the thing was first introduced. We're all going to die. I'll tell you something else, folks. From my perspective, these variants, to me, this is a new thing. I mean, we have had diseases and outbreaks of diseases. We've had SARS diseases break out before. The fact that this thing mutates the way it does and presents these highly contagious variants, to me, is another indication of the likelihood that this is laboratory-designed, not something that simply emerged from nature. I think there's plenty of evidence, and, and that to, to me just adds to it, that that this thing really is a function of biological warfare by communist China. Now here again, whether whether the way it's unfolded is exactly what they planned or not, uh, that I don't know. We uh, we may never know the answer to that unless unless the day comes when we can actually examine the records that China keeps if they keep any. But we certainly know that they were doing gain of function research in that laboratory and we certainly know that it broke out in Wuhan. And to me, this idea that liberals want to push that somehow it's racist or xenophobic to suggest that that communists who, may, who, who, by virtue of their ideology, do not put a value on individual human life, could quite easily have been experimenting with this stuff, not caring who might die in the process as long as it gave them an advantage. Now, that is not far-fetched at all if you study what communism has done. It is responsible for the deaths of 100 million people, by the time this is all over you could maybe add 10 or 20 million to that because i really believe that this is the result of, of communist evil one way or the other so you know everybody in our country needs to just get a grip and go to god in prayer over this thing and use some fundamental common sense of wisdom
0: we'll be back
2: this is viewpoints with kirby anderson you know during this christmas week i've taken the time to discuss the theology of some of the christmas hymns and carols that we sing today i'd like to talk about the first noel it is an english song dating back to the 16th century Some people believe that the first Noel was French because of the French spelling of Noel, but it is actually an English song. The French word Noel does mean Christmas and is relevant to the lyrics of the song. The first Noel was published in 1833 when it appeared in the work Christmas Carols Ancient and Modern. The first line of the song suggests a December date for the birth of Christ. The first Noel, the angels did say, was to certain poor shepherds in the fields as they lay, in the fields where they lay keeping their sheep, On a cold winter's night that was so deep. Although many doubt that Jesus was born in December, there are some theologians, such as the author of the Chronological Aspects of the Life of Christ, who believe that a December date is possible. Whatever the case about the date of the birth of Jesus, the song continues Born is the King of Israel. It reminds us that a king was born that night, yet few understood the significance of a birth in Bethlehem. Even the wise men from the east did not completely understand the significance of his birth, but they were guided to him by a star. For all to see there was a star shining in the east beyond them far, and to the earth it gave great light, and so it continued both day and night. The song continues on to say that three wise men came from a country far. The Bible does not tell us how many wise men there were. What we do know, there were three kinds of gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. What the Bible clearly teaches, however, is that Jesus was born and that he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I'm Kirby Anderson, and that's my Point of View.
3: Take Kirby and the Point of View team with you on the go with the Point of View app. Search for Point of View Radio at the Apple or Google Play stores.
4: Do you have any idea how much God loves you? Listen to one of the first songs of Christmas
2: to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of God.
4: When Zacharias spoke of God's tender mercy, that word in Greek is splanknon. It's where we get our English word, spleen. It's a deeply felt mercy, one that comes from way down inside. But splanknon doesn't stop with mere feelings. It does something. It's what Jesus lived out on the earth, giving healing to those he touched. As people who've been deeply loved by God, we're called to demonstrate those same tender mercies to others. God extended His mercy so we could be set free from the punishment we deserved and receive the gift of salvation. That's deep, deep love. With Seeking Him, I'm Nancy DeMoss Wagamuth.
3: When you die,
0: are you going to heaven or not? You can know for sure. Heaven or not.net. The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at afr.net. Now, back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson.
1: Now, a Columbia University study shows that this Omicron variant has marked resistance to the so-called vaccines and boosters we have so far. But people are arguing that, some scientists are arguing that, if you get all three, two vaccines and a booster, by the way, Johnson seems to have been written off now because of some of the side effects. So there is an admission now that Johnson and Johnson's vaccine, so-called, has significant side effects. So now we don't hear that one being mentioned very much, just Pfizer and Moderna. But a Columbia study, Columbia University study, shows that um, this so-called variant is very resistant. See, I I just don't think that this stuff is the result of of just natural occurrences that in the environment. I I think that this this stuff, this is what we're witnessing, is something that was designed to do what it's doing. Because I mean, anybody look, I'm I'm old enough to have remembered these various, you know the the swine flu and the horse flu and the chicken flu. You know? <laughs> and I don't ever remember do you talking about the variant is going to be more deadly? The variant is not going is resistant to the vaccine. this this is a new phenomenon. So what is, it, is nature suddenly taking taking a turn uh, uh, no, f- come on folks. And the fact that this happened, that the so-called wet market where this thing, they think this thing emerged in, happens to be a place where there is a laboratory experimenting on these viruses. Now, to me, it strains credulity, and I'm being nice to say it that way. It strains credulity to believe that that it just happened to take place there. Could have happened anywhere else in the country, anywhere else in China, anywhere else in the world. But it happened to take place where they're doing experiments on SARS viruses. Yeah. Right. Well, for people who believe that, I got a great bridge in Brooklyn to say, you send me a million dollars and it's yours. But and look, I don't know whether you are this guy who's going out as the National Institutes of Health director um, Francis Collins isn't he, he's he he's another Fauci fake false we we'll, we'll call him fake false Francis that's his first name fake false Francis and fake false Fauci but he says that the the whole lab leak theory is just a huge distraction just a huge distraction we don't need to be focusing on that I wonder how much China's paid him. I'm serious, folks. I, you know, th- this stuff, these people are more devoted to defending communist China than they are to defending our own country. In fact, I don't think they're all interested, at all interested in defending America, but they are certainly committed to defending communist China. But he says, quote, there's no evidence to support a Wuhan lab leak theory. And he apologized that it even became a distraction. Quote, I'm really sorry that the lab leak has become such a distraction for so many people because, frankly, we still don't know. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it that we still don't know or is it that there's no evidence and therefore we can conclude that it was not a... See, he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. Well, which is it? We don't know. And therefore we can't come to any conclusion or we know and it wasn't a lab leak. I think he knows it was a lab leak, and he's covering his rear end and that of others. He says, there's no evidence really to say, and most of the scientific community, myself included, think that is a possibility, but far more likely no, I'm so, that it is a natural, a natural way in which the virus left a bat, maybe traveled through some other species and got to humans. Oh, give me a break give me a break. Then he says that the Wuhan lab theory leak will not be entirely proven until China opens up the lab for a proper investigation. Well, which is it? See what I mean? I, I, I think somewhere in his conscience, he knows it's a lab leak, but he talks like it's not, and then he kind of drifts into, well, we don't really know because China hasn't really opened the doors to let us know. Ugh. Lord, deliver us from people like this. You know, I trust the day will come back, folks. You know, I really do trust the day will come back when, when, when Americans, all of us, will be proud of our country, proud to be Americans, and will defend our country fiercely against all who try to undermine, destroy, uh, uh, in in any way, damage our nation and 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 what we have here. And you know, we could debate among ourselves and disagree. You know, just like families, they have disagreements, but you come after that family and everybody rallies together. But you know, we now have people. They, I wouldn't trust them to rally with us if if our lives depended upon it. Let alone theirs. I really wouldn't. I think they would. They would side with someone else. You know, patriotism is passé now. You know, love of country. So he says, quote, we in this country have somehow gotten into a fractured, hyper-polarized, politicized view that never should have been mixed with public health. Well, then you should have fired Fauci from the very beginning because he's a leftist and have real scientists, not these polemicists who have an agenda, have an ideological agenda. We should have known that when Fauci said, oh, I just couldn't wait to be on the Rachel Maddow show because I admire her so much. Now she's nothing but a lying lesbian. Yeah, I said it and I mean it, because that's exactly what she is, she's just a lying lesbian. But he couldn't wait, oh, I admire her so much, I couldn't wait to get on her show. oh, oh, oh Rachel Maddow, oh, disgusting. And you you don't have the sense to know that Rachel Maddow is nothing but an ideological crazy woman. Then I I don't want to take any scientific advice from you. So at any rate, but but look, folks, as far as I am concerned, it, it's it's all done, but the but the document signed that this thing came from the Wuhan lab in China. And besides that, if it didn't, why wouldn't China open up that lab? Since we were helping to fund it, why wouldn't they open up that lab and say, hey, you could check out anything you want. Everything's done, open and above board because they're a bunch of lying communists and because they don't have anybody's interest at heart, but their own and their own power and they were probably doing things in that laboratory that they knew they had no business doing or that they knew could, they probably didn't see it that way, that they had no business doing it, but they knew could endanger the world, and they didn't care. And you got Fauci defending them. I mean, it, this stuff. And by the way, let me, let me also mention, do you think it's a coincidence that suddenly all of this hysteria is, is arising right during the Christmas season? They said, well, well, why do you think that that's not a coincidence? I don't know that it's not a coincidence, but it does seem like a strange one because people are getting ready to travel. People are getting ready to visit their families. Now we're being told you shouldn't visit your family unless everybody's tested. And wear a mask when you're inside. And maybe you shouldn't even go because Omicron is moving around and it's the predominant strain in America now. You know... And you could say, well, but why would they care? Because I really believe that people of a certain ideological perspective care about losing control over people. They don't want people to enjoy themselves. They don't want people to have a life. They don't want people to live independent of their authority and control. I said this from the very beginning when they started all these lockdowns. I said the the, the bad thing about this, one of the worst things about this is, Once they have a taste of this kind of control, they're never going to want to let it go. And you're seeing that. They just don't want to let it go. I mean, look, de Blasio is trying to turn New York into a police state. There are your papers. Forgive that bad German accent, but you get my point. This this stuff is just... It is beyond the pale. So I, I'll tell you something. Yeah, I'm disturbed by the crazy stuff they're doing and the way they're talking and the way they're acting. But I, but my my life is not going to be affected in in any way other than what I'm I, I'm just forced to deal with because of rules that they set up, which which are are unavoidable. But other than that, I'm going on about my life as I always have. Uh, you know, look, I trust in God. I'm not trying to do anything stupid or, or needlessly risky or adventurous. But I'm 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 going to live my life, as as anyone normally would. Thank God I'm healthy. Uh, my wife and I have the natural immunity. We're going to get another test to, to just just for, just out of curiosity for the antibodies because see, the thing is it's difficult over time because what happens apparently is that these T cells, which are are kind of warriors of immunity, hide in your bone marrow, but they are there at the ready. if, If anything like that disease tries to attack you again, they are there at the ready, and they come out to fight. So that's why some scientists believe that the natural immunity is going to be a lifetime immunity even when you don't see a lot of antibodies in the bloodstream, your body still remembers that disease and remembers to fight it, even though the soldiers hide away until they're needed. So, folks, as far as I'm concerned, you know, life
5: goes on. Back in a moment. It's my turn.
4: Here is your host, for my turn, Don Wildman.
5: Let me ask you a question. Did you ever want to quit? Did you ever want to hang them up and call it a game? If you haven't, then you aren't normal. Every normal person has periods when he's ready to throw in the towel. Several years ago, I charted a course for my life. I chose what I believed to be the highest and truest way of living. I gave myself to it, and I have pursued it, but there have been times when I have wanted to quit, to call it a game and hang up the togs. Quitting is tempting because it's easier. You know when you get knocked down time and again, it's hard to get up and go another time. When it seems as though you're behind and can never catch up, it's awful hard to keep trying. Life is tremendously demanding if a person pledges himself to the best he knows. It becomes so difficult sometimes that the temptation to give up is very strong. The benefits of giving up seem appealing and attractive. I can understand why some people have given up. They grew tired of following their highest dream, and then they started demanding less and less of themselves. Finally, the dream was no more. A person needs a solid foundation if he attempts to follow the highest and best he knows. Because when the storms of doubt and despair blast against our structure, it will crumble like dust if there isn't something solid underneath. As I write this, I'm tempted to give up, to quit, on the direction I chose some years back. All the advantages of giving up are looming out before me like water to a person dying of thirst how strong the desire to quit but I will not quit I can't because I know that nothing worthwhile can be accomplished by quitting I will never accomplish all I would like to but I will accomplish nothing if I give up and back there when I made my decision I wasn't promised peaches and cream the one I follow was crucified why do I think following him should be easy no, I made my vow to be faithful, and that's all he desires of me, not to be successful, not to be popular. One thing he desires of me, to be faithful. And you know, I can do that. I can be faithful. I can hang in there and give the best I have. I will be a better person by doing that, and stronger. And by doing so, I can help another who is struggling to stay above water. Quit? Sure, I want to quit. How easy life would be if I just call it a game and run away. But I will not do that, no matter how great the temptation. He is depending on me to be faithful. And that's the one thing I can and will do. I will not disappoint him. I will be faithful. So, give me a drink of the living water. I'm ready to get back into the game of life.
6: This has been My Turn with Don Wildman,
5: a production of the American Family Association.
0: The Awakening. The Awakening. Download and listen at your leisure with the podcast page at AFR.net. Now, back to our host, Bishop E.W. Jackson.
1: The number is 888-589-8840. I want to take some of your calls uh, about any subject, but but particularly how this is going to affect you, this, this this rise, this new wave of hysteria, and how it's going to affect you during the holidays. Um, to show you how they whip people up into a frenzy, uh, a woman, a Pennsylvania teacher, was just fired from her job, Molly Page Mamaw, uh at McLean High School in Pennsylvania. Because she has been posting on social media that anybody who won't get the vaccine should be shot. Yeah. Quote, take those guns they profess to love so much and start shooting all their constituents who think this way. In other words, who don't want to have the shot. And apparently she is on the board of directors of the National Association, the National Teachers Association, a high-level official. Describing herself as an educator, wife, union advocate, semi-pro wine drinker, LGBTQ ally, and Team Pfizer. I don't know what that means, Team Pfizer. I guess she's a big proponent of the Pfizer uh, so-called vaccine. She wrote, quote, hiding behind religious exemptions it would be quicker and ultimately safer than putting my friends, me, and family at risk to shoot them. In other words, you you claim a religious objection, uh, uh, exemption. She thinks it would just be easier for everybody to shoot you. And apparently, she posted this on more than one occasion, so it wasn't like even a joke, not that it would be a joke to be calling on people to shoot folks because of their position on this issue, but she did it on multiple occasions, and I guess it was serious enough that they just said, you know what, she's got to go. And by the way, that's not because she held that view. Because remember, there was a woman here in Loudoun County who gave a long list of people that she said should die. This is the way they think. But they don't want you and I to know it because people might get a little bit concerned if they start hearing people calling for your death because you don't agree with their view on things. Now, here again, folks, see, we don't do that here. You won't hear that on American Family Radio. You won't hear it on this program. You won't hear it coming from me or any of our hosts or anybody associated with us, because in spite of the fact that they call us haters, we love people and we don't want to hurt people. We don't want people hurting us either, of course. But we're not interested in hurting people. But calling for people who don't want to take the shot to be killed and, and saying that people who don't agree with their ideology should die The only reason why these people are ever disciplined, and by the way, that teacher who said that, uh, I think she was actually an activist who was associated with the teachers' union who said that, I don't think she ever got punished for it. She excused, oh, what, what I meant was those ideas should die, but that's not what she said. And it was clear she was saying that those people should die. And this woman apparently couldn't weasel her way out of it, so they had to fire her because, of course, they're concerned That they don't want to be associated with someone who's calling for the assassination of people. Which is exactly what she was doing. And look, obviously she's responsible for her own words. But I lay that also at the feet of all these leftists who are stirring this stuff up into a frenzy. And trying to get everybody to believe that anybody who doesn't get the shot is somehow a murderer of anybody who ends up with COVID. Uh, that's really the, what, this, that's what they're trying to sell. Somebody else gets COVID. You didn't get the shot. You're a killer. Because we've heard them say it. Are you trying to kill me? Well, I'll tell you what. The shot has killed a number of people. What about that? 888-589-8840. Okay, a number of other issues I could raise. But you know what? Let me get some of your calls in here first. And I'll probably raise some other issues when we come back after the break let's go to bill in alabama bill welcome
7: hey how you doing reverend
1: uh, i'm doing great bill how you doing all
7: uh, right good the question i got is when they uh put the injunction against the mandate on the osha thing, was that a full was that the full six, Sixth circuit court and if it was why is it only a three court three judge panel on the sixth circuit court was to reverse that you
1: know anything about that? I don't know anything about that, but but I know there are rules for the appeals court uh, sitting, and I don't think they have to have a full panel to render a decision. Um, so right now, what we do know is that that decision stands. Uh, but look, we know that courts are political. Uh, we know that, uh, and anybody who denies that is just lying. We courts are political. And so who knows how they ended up, the Sixth Circuit ended up arriving uh, at the reinstatement of these mandates. And who knows who was left out of the process, either, you know, by some sort of intentional mechanism or, you know, by some convenient opportunity that presented itself. But right now, that's where we are. And this issue is going to ultimately have to be resolved by the Supreme Court, because I think different districts are going to come to different conclusions And right now, that is our only uh, avenue of relief from this thing at the moment. And I trust the Supreme Court will realize that all these mandates are completely unconstitutional and uh, should should not exist. But thank you, Bill. Thank you for the call. All right. Let's go to Keith in Michigan. Keith, welcome.
8: Hi. Hey, thanks for your call. Two things. One, you're talking about the reply or my uh, response to people who are running around uh, uh, about the COVID nineteen and the whole Omicron that's coming around. My idea is I would just roll my eyes and think of them as Chicken Little. Uh, just <laughs> you mean
1: people my... who say that folks who don't get the shot should be shot? <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing.
8: Well, not not to them, but people who are panicking about that Omicron oh, yeah. is going to be the death of us. Um, the other thing is. is Something that I just read a few days ago, Swedish developers are adding their support to digital COVID health passes for an NFC chip implant. Once the chip has been implanted beneath a user's skin, the digital document can be accessed and displayed by scanning the chip with any NFC smartphone without needing to use a dedicated app. You know there's going to be a whole bunch of people who are going to be pushing for that instead of using pieces of paper.
1: Where where did you read that, Keith?
8: Uh, This particular one is on nfcw.com, but you could do a Bing search and just look for, uh, and that's what I did. I did a COVID vaccination chip, and you'll Hmm. find that come up on any web page search engine.
1: Well, listen, um, there, are, there are many nefarious ideas uh, that are emerging in the midst of this so-called uh, pandemic, and uh, they're, they're, they're not good. So, Keith, thank you for that information, and we will check that out. Thank you for the call, too. Uh, let's see. I think we can get one more in here before the break. Let's go to Nellie in Arkansas. Nellie,
6: Welcome. Nellie, you are on. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I've got a, a comment about the, the Johnson Johnson uh, shot. Um, I did some research back in the summer, and on the theirs um, reporting, and I actually pulled up the Johnson Johnson. They were reporting that their, with their testing that they had done, they had fifty four cases, only fifty four cases of people that had that rare blood clot problem, and only nine of those people had died. Okay, that was back in the summer. Now they're bringing all that information back out and trying to scare people off of, I mean, they're trying to knock Johnson & Johnson out. They've been trying to knock them out of the competition for a long time. There's thousands of people that have died taking the other two uh, mRNA shots, and they're freaking out now and trying to scare people off of Johnson & Johnson over nine deaths. I think it's so, a are you, do you
1: think, Nelly? Nelly, do you think they're trying to make Johnson and Johnson a scapegoat on this so that they don't nobody pays much attention to the other two that are that are perhaps doing as much and maybe even Work. more damage? Okay. That was
6: something. Hmm. All right, Nelly. Thank you.
1: Out. Thank you for the call, Nelly. I got to got to take a break here. Hello, uh, folks. Who who can know the mind of these people, really? Who can, who can know it? Like the Bible says, the heart of man is deceitfully secretly wicked above everything. Stand by. We'll be back in a moment.
4: Oh, Lord, please let me make it. Please, Lord.
6: Come on, come on. American Family Association man. or American Family Radio. I missed the show again
3: can't
8: find the time to catch the live shows no worries wait what you can listen and download all your favorite
2: shows for free for free that's right for free just visit the podcast page on afr.net
0: lord
3: (laughs) afr.net What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA upholds the truth that all human beings, including the unborn, are created in the image of God and are worthy of life,
2: liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation Thank you for standing with us. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. Metashare is a Christian community that shared more than $4 billion in each other's healthcare costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st. So call now. You'll save even more. Call 833-44-BIBLE. That's 833-44-BIBLE. 833-44-BIBLE.
3: If you have a trouble getting a kid out the door to school, you want that to change? I can tell you how to change. Dr. Kevin Lehman on Focus on the Family Minute leave your 11 year old home don't call him don't get him up in the morning take the other kids to school he'll be waiting there in the carport he'll be out in front of the house he'll be mad he'll be angry he's late for school honey we've had this talk so many times i'm not your alarm clock anymore from now on you're either up you're on the train or you're not and i'm not real happy because now i have to drive you back to school but be smart send an email or call the principal Have them call that kid in and talk with them about being late. It works beautifully. Action, not words. Hmm. You've already used words. You use them every day, over and over and over again. It hasn't got you the results. You want the kid to be up in the morning and on the school bus? Use action, not words. Hear more from Dr. Lehman today at familyminute.org.
0: Back to the Awakening with Bishop E.W. Jackson on American Family Radio.
1: I want to remind everybody that these programs are archived, and you can go to AFR.net and listen to any one of these programs. It's usually up about two hours after the program is done. If you want to share a program with someone, uh, they don't have to have been able to hear it live, because I'm on with you live right now, uh, but they can hear it later on as well. just want to remind you of that. And um, oh, the other thing is, I want to remind, because I don't say this very often. In fact, I don't know when I've said it the last time. But, you know, we're live streaming. And you can watch the radio program as well as hear it, a live stream. And I'm on, uh, of course, Facebook, as long as they allow me. YouTube has suspended me. But I'm on Facebook ew Jackson SR you can also watch me on my own app ew Jackson app you can get that at the Apple Store or at the Play Store to, for for Google and Android Android phone uh, I'm on Bishop ew Bishop ew and also on fire stick and Roku and that would be the Awakening channel the awakening network channel the awakening network channel not not program but go to the channel because you'll find all of our stuff on there so just so you know and uh, we are about to get we are in the process of getting a live streaming going for american family radio as well so that you can you'll be able to watch us live stream right there on afr.net uh okay the number is 888-589-8840 and i want to come back to your calls uh, we've got about another ten minutes and and let 's get as many calls in as we can tell me what you were thinking about all the craziness that 's going on right now in the country um, and we're not going to let that destroy our christmas season let's go to Frank in Texas Frank welcome
7: uh, thank you Bishop I uh, appreciate you Merry Christmas to everybody there appreciate your uh, same to you uh, you said earlier about how it's possible that the administration and the media are not uh, looking out for the well-being of regular Americans, and I think a couple examples of that would be fluoride um, in the water and the GMOs in the food. Um,
0: they they hurt
7: people. They're not looking out for mm-hmm. us, the government. Fluoride is
0: poison, and yet they put
7: okay. it in our water and our toothpaste.
1: All right. Well, listen, right. Merry Christmas to you and a happy new year. And thank you so much for the call. Uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, Cornelius in Louisiana. Cornelius, welcome.
9: Hey, Bishop Jackson. God bless you. And thank you for taking my phone call. And Merry Christmas to all the listeners and callers out there. Thank you. I was. I told you, call screener. My dad died of COVID 19. He was a Korean war vet, had him a little victory garden here. He was 92 last year, December last year. I happen to have been a military police officer, and we specialized in bio warfare. I trained at Fort McClellan at Anniston, Alabama. And 79 to 94 is when I stayed in, and he was in the United States Air Force from like 1950 to 1954. So he was fighting against the communist chinese in the korean war but what i was telling your call screener the russians had planned on doing something like this to america i don't know if you ever seen this uh movie um bishop it's called the stand ruby d's in that movie stephen king made it and stuff and essentially (laughs) i think that's what we're going through and stuff and um my dad said if they ever mandated this stuff bishop don't take it And I don't know if you've heard, in Sweden, they're starting to chip people and stuff. So I'm telling everybody, get ready for the mark of the beast. And I'm so happy that you're on the air. I just happened to catch you one day, and I said, well, man, I need to call in, because he's right (laughs) on top of this stuff. And I'm African-American, like I said. I support you 100%, and I really love the show. And I hope we can get the word out before it's too late, because a lot of these preachers and stuff, they won't say anything about this and they are yeah. telling everybody especially in the black community oh you need to get the shot you don't get the shot you're going to die you you got to get this shot to live so they're scaring mm-hmm. a lot of black folks but they because are. of the Tuskegee experiment not the Tuskegee experiment. there you go you know they they a lot this. a
1: lot a uh, uh, Cornelius I got I got to take some more calls yeah, but thank you. thank you so much for the call my friend a lot of, a lot of people are resisting uh black folks and otherwise obviously are resisting for a variety of reasons. Uh, But Cornelius, yeah, uh, look, uh, see, I think that all of this stuff is opening Pandora's box and it's revealing things about people and about their intentions that we need to be aware of. This is not the first time this whole thing of a chip has been raised. And uh, frankly, I'm sure everybody listening to this program knows you're not putting any chip in me. You're not putting any chip in us. Um, but do I think that that's something that somebody will think, well, ultimately that will be a great thing because it will help to monitor our health and well-being? Oh, sure. you I, I have no doubt. In fact, I really think that that's what the mark of the beast is going to be like. I think it is going to be something inserted in us that will allow him to identify, not in us, because I don't tend to be here for it, but will allow him to identify every human being and whether that person, of course, who has the chip, that therefore that person is with him, and, and anybody who does not have the chip, then everybody knows, okay, this person is not properly marked, and this person is subject to death. I mean, so I, I think that, that that is where all of this is headed. How close we are to that right now, I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I'm sure you all agree. It, it feels pretty close, doesn't it? <laughs> No man knows the day or the hour, but it feels pretty close. 888-589-8840 is the number. Okay, let's keep going and taking your calls. You've been very patient. Tom in Maryland. Tom, welcome.
10: Yeah, welcome, Brother Jackson. Uh, pleasure to talk to you. First-time caller, long-time listener.
1: Well, thank you. Glad to have you on the air.
10: Oh, You're very welcome. Um, I'm blessed by uh, you loaning your mouth to God because uh, – Many times uh, I'm able to go ahead and hear God speak to me uh, in a refresher and confirmation. But uh, there was one thing I wanted to say regarding that teacher that, you know, called for uh, people to be shot that didn't get the shot or the jab. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing is uh, prayer is not just a thing to do. It is the most essential thing that any Christian can do. And it's our communication with God, and he communicates back with us through the Word, or he speaks to us in spirit the one thing he said in his word was that we must forgive one another and that uh... they will know we belong to him by how much we love one another and how much we forgive one another now we're not doormats of course you know we're warriors and as warriors we should have stood up when they took the prayers out of schools and out of the courts and of course uh... the abortions and the list goes on and uh... this may be a test Uh, we won't know until we get to the kingdom but uh certainly the lord says and and this is the hardest thing it was for me for many years i've been walking with the lord for 36 years i was a biker i mean i shot dope in my arm i had uh, guns i was around a lot of bad people but when god saved me it was an instantaneous you know damascus experience Mm -hmm. and i had a hard time forgiving those who hated me even driving down the road i would sneer in my brain thinking you're an idiot but god says if you forgive one another You know, you will be my disciples. But moreover, he says, love those who hate you and say all Mm -hmm. kinds of evil against you. For in doing so, you will be known as the sons of God in Matthew. And I think that's one thing that we all ought to focus on, that when we get people like that, like that teacher, stop and pray, because it is the most essential thing that we can do as Christians in order to help change the lives of those who have no relationship with the Lord.
1: Amen. Amen. Tom, thank you so much for the call. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I said immediately after announcing this woman's sentiment toward us, I said, "Yeah, we as Christians don't want to hurt anybody. Um, we we pray for people. We want them saved. And you're right. We should pray for those who persecute us, and we never return hatred for hatred." Uh, the Bible says, do not return evil for evil, but overcome evil with good. So, Tom, you're you're on the money. Merry Christmas to you, Tom, and thanks so much for your call. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Travis in Louisiana. Travis, welcome.
7: Hey, Bishop. How you doing, buddy?
1: I am blessed, my friend. How are you?
7: I'm great, man. I'm great. Uh, appreciate you taking my call. Uh, I love what you're doing. I love the word that you're putting out. And all I can say is, you're the man, or as the left would probably say it, you're the non-birthing person. (laughs) But real quick, what what I wanted to say is uh, another point to why they they don't want us traveling and meeting with family and stuff like this with the, the big coincidence of this new variant going around is I feel that also, You know, a lot of the younger generation is going to be visiting their their family, grandparents, and all that. And a lot of those people are, not you know, they're they're not plugged in to the the social networks and everything. They're not getting the right kind of news. And um, I think the left is afraid that, you know, we're going to enlighten them on what's going on and maybe even show them videos and like, what do you mean nobody showed up for this Trump rally the other day? Look at this video and they'll see thousands (laughs) of people. And they're going to realize that, wow, they are lying to us. And I think that is a big part of that, you know, the uh-huh. approval rating that they have is, you know, the, the people that are still holding on that are indoctrinated by the, the, the fake news. So I think that's also a reason I could be wrong. But uh, anyway, ben, well, thank for taking my call, man.
1: <laughs> hey, Travis, thank you for calling, man. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Have a wonderful new year! And look, it's it's another theory. I don't like. I said I don't know what goes through these folks' minds. I it's 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 kind. Of, it can be kind of hard to fathom because sometimes it doesn't make sense. That's as good a theory as any. You know, <laughs> they don't want truth tellers spreading around the country. They want to keep you isolated. So maybe Travis, maybe. Let's go to Jackie. Oh, in West Virginia, Jackie. West Virginia is in the news these days. Hi, Jackie.
6: Hey there. I called you about a week or two ago, but I'm going to say this real quick. Um, I think it's because the elections are coming up. They're wanting to use it against us again. And also, my nephew told me a few years ago that he learned in school they were going to put a pandemic out in 2020 to depopulate the planet.
1: Jackie, listen, thank you so much for the call. Merry Christmas to you. I've heard that second theory before uh, as well. And uh, who knows? Here again, folks, who knows what goes in the minds, what, what things swirl around the minds and hearts of these people who have rejected God and rejected truth. But look. I'm going to be back again with you tomorrow. We're going to continue the conversation. Take as many of your calls as we can. Reflect on Christmas because I want to talk to you about that tomorrow. And in the meantime, remember, we cannot be defeated if we will not quit. Because we are on God's side.